in this bitch. Okay, it's another episode, Savage Season, the podcast, and let's go. Oh wait, did I forget to say the marathon continues? Now, let's go. Aramis, and I think that Aramis knew, and, and we knew too, we knew too, um, Aramis, he was the kind of person that, he was very busy, and you know, had a lot of things going on, and I would text him, and he would answer all of my texts, and I would call him, and he wouldn't answer all of my calls, but all of a sudden, Aramis started texting me, hey mom, I love you. I'm just sending you some positive energy for your day. Okay, so this right here is one of the episodes that just kind of come out of nowhere. Um, I actually been thinking about doing this, but I thought my respects would have been in better reference if I did it after, you know, everyone else paid their respects. I do not look for, like for views. I don't want reviews. I don't want money off of this episode, even though it is going to be sponsored. I want it to be sponsored just so that enough people can actually hear it and understand how our culture has completely drastically paused. We paused. Like, let me say that one more time. Our culture paused on March 31st, 2019, when Nipsey Hussle was pronounced deceased. Now, the crazy part about it is that Nipsey Hussle wasn't one of those rappers that we heard on the radio every single day all over the, you know, all over the country. It did, he wasn't one of those rappers that was always in the news. He wasn't always one of those rappers that was always talking about popping bottles and um, fucking models and, you know, bitches and this, that, and the third. His, he was more about, let me tell you how I was in a gang and I came up in a gang in the streets. I popped niggas and this, that, and the third. Excuse my language, y'all, but y'all see that the explanatory is that this right here is very much um, explicit. So if you're listening to it and you don't want to hear explicit conversation, definitely get off my radio station, my podcast, sorry. But this right here is the Savage Season podcast. So we talk about what we want to talk about and we say it how we want to say it. So I just wanted to state that disclosure really quickly. But anyway, before I get into that as well, and matter of fact, I'm not, because I don't even matter, you guys, if you don't want to hear me get off, but this right here is just our culture. We're going to just speak in reference. Like, you have to understand that when was the last time we actually had a, you know, a rapper, um, a singer, someone in the public figure eye to actually pass, and you don't hear not one bad thing about it? but let alone ask for people jobs to get fired for speaking about them. You know, this is right here something that we have realized that us as Black people, minorities, whatever you want to call yourself that is different than the ones that think they are original. Besides that, what do you think, honestly, and that was not a racist term, I'm going to just say that right now, when I say original, like people that think they only supposed to be here and everybody else is supposed to be di- supposed to be not here, you know, or they supposed to be controlling them, whichever race they think that whatever race that is, that's the race I'm talking about. So I don't, I just want to state that too as well. But anyway, so I, like, have y'all realized that this is the only death, the only death where not one bad thing was said? 
I mean, we can go back on many deaths, many, many deaths, but somebody always has something bad to say about, at least say something to like, oh yeah, you're right. Let's write an article on that. I actually even was laughing because I went on YouTube and I seen that people was actually talking about, you know, him cheating on Lauren London. Let me explain something to you. Or when he passed, he had a whole nother girlfriend. Let me explain something to you. That is ridiculous that people are going out their way at the moment to go ahead and feed and get money off of YouTube videos to put this man down and put his family down, his girlfriend. That's not, and let's rephrase, that's not his wife. But guess what? She held him down and he held her down like they was in a marital union. So he... How, like, I don't understand how you can sit there and monetize your station or for talking crap about him, let alone, yeah, monetize your station for uplifting him, his family, and making sure that you understand that, you know, and they understand that you're praying for them or you're thinking about them at the time of their need right now. They're not asking for no money or anything. They're asking for your, you know, for your for your solitude and keeping the marathon going. Like, you know, the marathon continues. That's what they're looking for. But instead, y'all monetizing and making money off of talking down on him and his family. That right there, that just pisses me the hell off. Because at the end of the day, you know, we're going to just get into the good things that he's done. We're just going to get into the money-making moves that he's done. We're going to get into how he sold 100 albums for $100 and came up $100,000. That's what we're going to talk about. Let's talk about how he was not talking about wearing flashy, flashiness. He wasn't talking about a bunch of gold chains. He wasn't talking about watches. He, Yeah, he talked about the cars he was driving because we're going to talk about things that I never had before that I have now, but I'm not going to flash it in your face because guess what? I didn't get just this by getting platinum albums. It wasn't because of platinum albums. I actually took my $100,000. I put it inside of something which was an investment and I bought built things and crappy and neighborhoods y'all call crappy but which is my cultural neighborhoods and I went ahead and I built a store there or I went ahead and I bought this building I rented it out to people so they can live income base free without them being under the housing authority let's talk let's talk about how he made sure that he uplifted his girlfriend every single day and told her how beautiful she was let's talk about how he went to sleep listening to podcasts like this one gaining knowledge he was self-taught and then he sat there and he advised in all of his music how he self-taught he gang bang he shot he did this he did that he drank he, he you know he, he bought models before and bottles but at the same time he was talking about like let's throw all that to the side and like you know let's let's figure out how we're going to do it because if I don't get it right I'm not going to be able to complete it because at the end of the day I cross my t's and down my eyes if I can I can't sleep well that right there is it's just truth and it's fact. And the crazy thing about it is that his mom even was in great calm solitude when he died because she already knew. She already knew. She already knew that, you know, he he was already around her, her the energy, you know, like she could feel it. That's a whole nother conversation. Like people, people that don't, people that don't understand what I what I'm speaking of when I say like can feel it, the energy, the you know, she was already loved by him. When that, that statement that you guys heard a little while ago with her speaking at the funeral, that was real. She she felt the love from him. But right before he, he died, she felt it even stronger. She felt that it was a love that was probably close. It sounds like it was closer when he was born. It, it was that serious. Now, for me, it's crazy because I actually really, really do respect the fact of the type of time he was on. Growing up, I only, only was really into, you know, making sure 
I'm not making sure I had the best things. I'm making sure that I always try to look my best, even when I went outside. Um, it was times where I would make sure that I actually had like the the newest sneaker. Not my last sneakers. I was never a sneaker, but like the newest makeup. And this and this was actually about like five years ago. I would make sure that I always went to Ulta or I always went to Sephora and made sure I had the latest Mac that came out or <clears throat> the latest um the latest palette that came out, just to make sure that you know. I had the latest, so no one could say nothing about nothing. But what did I show for it? I didn't have no investment. I didn't own nothing. My credit wasn't clean. I wasn't cleaning my credit. I wasn't doing none of that. I didn't have no investments with it myself. Did I even have a 401k? I don't even remember. To be honest with you, my last job, I don't even, my last big job that offered 401k before I became an independent contractor, I can't even remember, huh, I can't. But now we have, but nowadays we actually have apps, y'all. Like, I don't want to name none because I actually, I'm not sponsoring no one who's not paying me. I'm just going to tell you that right now. But there are apps. I actually use an app. I use like one or two apps that you can actually get in your own investments. Like you don't have to go speak to no one. That's self-taught. That's something that I looked up, you know, and it's crazy. And that wasn't because of his passing, but that's just a reference for that. You know, it's, there's ways to clean your credit. Like if you look it up, you, you teach yourself, you know, and then you motivate yourself and just remember that you cannot relax. No matter how many times people tell you to relax, no matter how times people tell you to calm down, no matter how pe- times people tell you, you're going to, sh- you're stressing yourself, you're going crazy. No, no. Because the last time I checked every single person that got where they at, they look their eyes are like, if they don't have no makeup around their eyes, they look like they're half dead because they don't sleep. And if they do, they sleep with their eyes open or they sleep for about 30 to two hours, like 30 minutes to two hours and just, you know, like it's no, mm, it's no, mm. but people that sleep all damn day, what they doing? The same thing they was doing all damn day, 10 years ago. You get what I'm trying to say? So it's, he and especially if you're like always like I'm trying to get it if you're always sitting in front of a computer or on your phone and people say oh you're always on social media let me say something you you know what social media does social media teaches you and you see something on social media to make you want to look into it and then when you look into that say if you look up investments you see social media for investments you press guess what happens the next few ads that you receive on your social media be what okay so the reason why I'm even going into this is because Everyone's sitting here stating that, you know, they're trying to they're trying to make their life better and such. The his music is everything. Don't get me wrong, his music is everything. But his interviews are what needs to be watched. That's that's something that I think is more serious. Even besides racking the middle. I love racking the middle. I can't even get over that. Needs to be watched. All right, so y'all, we are back, and once again, this is the Savage Season, the podcast, and this is once again about Nipsey Hussle and how he pulls our culture on March 31st, 2019 of his passing, and I've been talking about the motivation and such, and I got real, like, you know, strong about what I was talking about in our first segment, and that's just definitely because, like, his passing just touched everybody, touched me. And, you know, I have a lot going on with inside of my mind right now when it comes to my anxiety and, you know, things that I have to get done and me turning, just turning 30 and looking back at my last 30 years of life and such and my family and ones I'm missing and things in that nature, his passing touched me. But um, 
just like him, I love to self-teach myself. So um, self-teach myself, <laughs> to teach myself things. So I actually went ahead and looked up some stuff. And being the fact that I looked, some, looked up some stuff, because I'm definitely not going to sit here and lie to you and say that I'm an avid fan of his, because I'm not. But listening to his story actually, like, you know, gave me a little heart. So he actually was born on August 15th, 85, and he died on the 31st of March of 2019. Now, we all know that he actually is the, was the boyfriend and also one of Lauren London's fathers of her child, of her Alad's son, I believe. Um, he was fatally shot outside of his store, Marathon Closing, which was completely his in South Los Angeles. A 29-year-old man had confronted Hustle, and he also was inside of some beef, I think, with him, and was arrested and charged with murder. On the, the dude was charged with murder on, a, on April 2nd, I can tell you that, and um, just didn't make no sense. But he's an African-American, and also um, his father, I believe, is also an immigrant and was raised in Crenshaw, Los Angeles. I'm not going to go into all his things, but... He definitely was into his religion for his um, African descent, and he also was a Crips gang member. But what he did was take his gang affiliation and what was negative in the past, he definitely just turned it into positivity that could stay. Now, he definitely came out with his music and such in that nature, and Bullets Ain't Got No Name series had came out, but then he did, um, he went to and left to go to Epic Records and then the marathon season. So what happened was, is that after he left Epic, Nipsey Hussle, I didn't even know this part, he formed his own record label, and it was called All Money In. On, the t- on December 21st and 2010, um, and on the 17th of 2012 in April, Hustle released a collaborative album with Blanco Raw. The album guest features YG, Master Fab, and Be Legit, and, you know, he was doing his music thing, but in t- to 2013 to 2019 is really when it got serious for him. He actually, let's let's just fast forward a little bit over to 2019. That's when he actually hit at the numerous delays Hustle's debut studio album. That's when he, his debut album, Victory Lap, was released on February 16, 2018. And it debuted at number four on Billboard 200s. So he went from street, having nothing, gangs, of a minority family, African descent, father and mom being African-American and not, you know, being brought up in a really good neighborhood and such in that nature. And he actually turned it into positive and, you know, made a name for himself. And like I said, he was, he sold about 53,000 al- albums, which was equivalent units to the first week of his album sales. Um, Victory Lap was also nominated for Best Rap Album and in 2019, but lost to Cardi B. But, you know, I think he was okay with that because I know he's seen how she went through it as well and he probably can relate to her as well and appreciate it. And I can see from Cardi B's, you know, post that she had that she actually was very, very interested in, you know, providing her condolences to his family and such for she actually, you know, spoken with him, I guess, in the past because the way she named, you know, spoke of him, her heart was very much shown. Okay, so he had a little acting career. Uh, Hustle played a small role in the Buck Doesn't Harmony film, I Tried. All right, but it was nothing big, nothing big, and per- no, no, nothing too big. Um, but him and Lauren London started dating in 2013, and they had that child together. But 
Lene had a chat, has children from a previous relationship with another rapper. We're not going to name no names. I already know. And a daughter from a previous relationship. But they, he remained very involved in South, South Los Angeles with his business. So that is, why would they even talk about that? Like, what did having two different kids got to do with anything? See, in this part right here, I'm not going to cut out because they know they dead wrong for that too. There's no reason why they say, see, I didn't even know that, whatever. Anyway, and that's how real it is. It's like, why y'all even bringing that extraness up? Are we talking about him? Like, why are you going to bring up her and her baby? But, but not bring up her, but of course, because that's him is her and her is him. But why are y'all bringing up who else she had kids with? Like, that's so irrelevant to this. Anyway, he, and you know, this not even looking at that. He was in Los Angeles. He had his business, his charitable activities. And, you know, he went ahead and he provided back to his community. And he was also taking care. He was also rebuilding that street that he got killed on as well, him and his brother. So that is something that was very, very known. And Holder was apprehended, the one that shot him by the Los Angeles Police Department, not too long after he just, I don't even want to talk about how he killed him. If y'all want to read that, y'all can definitely do it because that's something I don't even want to repeat that enough. They're repeating Lauren London and how she sounded when she went to the hospital and replaying, replaying the scenes from the parking lot over and over again. It's just, anyway, so that's that. Now, like I said, the reason why I say it pours the culture, let me explain something to you. Everywhere I'm turning, I see Nipsey Hussle. Now, for his funeral to be played, woo, to be played on BET. And if you don't know what I mean when I say culture, I'm not talking about regular culture in a Spanish or such culture. I'm talking about our culture. If you know, like, if you know what I mean, you know, um, now what I can definitely say is I just want to express my condolences to his family. I want to express my condolences to his fans and also to people like me who, you know, are interested in, I'm like, I'm more into his mind and how his mind was working. His music was great. It was lit. It was everything I wanted to hear more, but at the same time, his mind is what attracts me to him. For some reason, his mind, the way he where he was thinking, the way he moved, the things that he came out of his mouth during interviews, documentaries that I've seen, um, and how he was so involved with Dr. Sebi. And we're not going to get into that conspiracy theory. We're not. But so involved into that, into Dr. Sebi. And I mean, Dr. Sebi, I don't even want to get into it. That's something that I don't even want to touch because the government recognized it and they're still not saying nothing about it. He could have went to jail, but where would they, instead of, putting Dr. Sebi in jail, they killed him a, a little bit later. And Nipsey Hussle was going to actually do a documentary on it, and they're having a conspiracy theory around that. I'm not going to state what it is, but I, and I don't want to even go there because that's something that I don't even want to believe myself. So we're not going to go there. But for me to say that the way his mind works, a lot of people don't think spiritually and, you know, if not spiritual or whatever you believe in, that's you. But when it comes to this right here, he... His mind was everything, and his mind is what got that, what did that. Who the hell would have did 100, 100 albums for $100 and then gave some away free? And then made $100,000 and then used that and put it in investment to get better and bigger and making where he at now. And you want to know how Lauren London got with him? It's because she was one of those people that got them albums, that got those mixtapes of the $100, of the $100 album, $100 mixtapes, sorry, that he was selling. 
And she was giving it away. So I think she was working at a set or she was doing something that she was doing. She was, and she gave him away and she actually listened to it. And she said she got, she fell in love with him. And she, um, I think she sent him a DM or something like that. And he responded back. I believe it was on the funeral, like when, on the memorial service, the funeral on the TV, on um, BET when he was talking about it. But I really believe that it was not just the music. It was the thought that, yo, dude really sold these for a hundred dollars. Bruh really came off. Did he really sell all these for a hundred dollars? And when she probably found out, no, he just wanted to make a hundred thou, but knew that he could he had to sell he had to make more than a hundred copies. You get what I'm saying? But I'm but I definitely want to stop this right here. I just want to say, just think about, you know, what I think it was his friend. I can't remember her name at the moment. She said, before we even get into this and before, you know, you think about anything else, think about how we are all here right now. Think about how everyone is watching this. Everyone is, you know, everyone stopped to say, oh, my God, when they heard what was going on, how he touched everyone. He played a part in every one of our lives in the room, whether they knew it or not. Because everyone was there, they were all listening, and then for someone to have the audacity to go there, to go to the um when they was walking when they walked him down his last final walk, those some odd miles I forget I think it was like twenty five miles to start shooting. I'm not going to even I don't even want to talk about it because I'm not a radio, I'm not a talk show in that nature and I'm and I'm damn sure not a blog, but um and I damn sure ain't going to be reporting on celebrities because that's not just that's not my thing. Because I'm, I get bored fast. But this right here, I just wanted to, I just wanted to talk about the good and, you know, hope that, I'm not even sure if that newscaster, the two newscasters actually, that honestly thought he was the one that made the song fuck Donald Trump and and then the other one sitting there, Kiki, Kiki, I, I didn't even fight. Let me, let me see. Hold on. I didn't even fight. Let me see. <sighs> Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> if I always say that, I can actually type the letters off a keyboard. Uh, okay, let's see. Okay, so I don't see anything saying. Nope. No, I'm not saying, you know, ha, ha. I look, that was the man over again. So firing. I don't think she's fired. Let me see. Let's see. And nope. They said an online petition has been um circulating, but for seventeen thousand. But I'm still trying to understand how she's still there. I don't understand. But anyway, on that note, I just want to leave this with positivity. If your pockets is not fat, get them fatter. And if you got something to do, make sure you cross your T's and dust your eyes before you can even sleep well. And other than that, once again, I express my condolences. And we're going to keep the marathon going, which that means the marathon continues. And other than that, y'all be good. And definitely, definitely, I know what's about to come next. So definitely listen out.
and I'll let you know how you can speak to me, request something, and also probably be here on my podcast. Support me. Um, you don't have to send me any money or anything like that. You can just send me some some messages or something in that nature that you want to send. But definitely, definitely, definitely support. Don't forget to go ahead and um put them you know, names for Instagram right there inside the social box and follow me. I have two Instagram pages, Savage Season underscore the podcast. And that's directly for this podcast. If you want to be a part of it, if you want to sponsor it, if you want to have anything to do with it, or just want to reach out to me and do a segment on something, that's Savage Season underscore the podcast. And then we have my personal red underscore Renee underscore high tone. And if I'm talking too fast, you guys know you can press that button right there. That's just the fast New Yorker in me. Go ahead, copy them. IG names, go ahead, put them in the search box, go ahead, press enter, go ahead, support, also, there's a link down here, you know, you can go ahead, you can send me some money and build me up, and I will definitely look out for you. Hoodie on low, but I stay focused, yeah, it's hard to stay low and everybody knows